Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. You mess with the you bull, mess with the ball. you get the horns. You get the horns. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. If you, uh, if you challenge what I'm saying, uh, then I'm not going to give you the opportunity to take the chicken exit and send me a, a tweet or an email, okay? If you disagree, pick up the phone, call, make your case on the air so we all can hear it, and we can all respond to it. I'm not going to read the uh, I disagree with you because uh, two-line email. No, no, you have to call. I'll read a lot of emails and a lot of tweets on the air. I will not read those because that's a chicken exit. Call, make your case. You may make valuable points. You may make points that, that really help people make up, make, make their, make up their minds and, and, and decide. If you're sending me emails or tweets, all you're telling me is you're not confident in your own argument. Not confident enough to, to debate it. Gail, uh, at Fairway Gal... Roy, you're 100% correct, and we should adopt the Australian way. Well, it's also the Canadian way, or it ought to be. Okay, um, where are we going? Let's go to Calgary and talk to Mo. Hey, Mo, how are you, sir? I'm well, thank you. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir, my pleasure. Go ahead, please. Um, I was uh, very enlightened listening to that speaker from Australia, and I certainly agreed with the majority of his points. I'm, uh, I was fortunate enough to be born in Canada to parents that were born in Canada, but when I was very young in public school, I mentioned to my father about him not teaching me the, his mother tongue, and he said, well, the first uh, week he was in school, he got reminded very quickly why he better not use that other tongue from another language other than English, because we were in Western Canada. You wouldn't deny people the right to speak their native language, would you? Of course not. Okay. No way it's, it, would I deny it. The, 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 whole, the whole idea is that we're at, if, if you come here from somewhere else, you're entering an established society because you want to, because you ask to, and then you have the responsibility yeah. to... to, to to fit in to a certain extent, you can, you can, ah, you have to have responsibility to fit in. Let's not, let's not couch that. You have the responsibility to fit in, but you also have the freedom to enjoy your cultural experiences from your old country and allow us to enjoy them as well. That's why there are great events like Caravana in Toronto. I was very fortunate to have grandparents on both sides that adapted to the new culture. Yeah. It's, a good, it's, a, it's an important issue, isn't it? Thank you, Mo. Appreciate the call. Thank you, sir. It is an extremely important issue because it's what we talk about so much or we talk around it because no one wants to be the first person to take a chance or a few people want to be the first person to take a chance. 
take a chance. Talk to people they're not comfortable something they're not comfortable about. If it's important, do it. Joey's in Edmonton. I don't know where you are, Joey, but you sound like you're inside the boiler room of an aircraft carrier. Well, I appreciate you recognizing that my uh, Dodge pickup sounds like an airplane. Thank you. <laughs> Go ahead, Joey. Um, you know that last statement that you made about you know somebody you know standing up or taking the chance or trying to have that difficult conversation. I'm a first-generation Canadian. My father immigrated here from Italy. He became Canadian, and so did his brothers, my uncles that came, and friends and so forth, and they're proud to be Canadians. And I, uh, I think that that might be somewhat challenged when our politicians don't want to recognize, you know, how those individuals became Canadians and how we need to use that as an example for new people here, uh, you know, to become Canadian. I, I'm, I'm, frust- I'm frustrated by the political correctness. Well, what are we supposed to what are we supposed to make of a prime minister who said that he uh, that he admires Chinese dictatorship? What are we supposed to make of a prime minister who uh, who wrote a eulogy for Fidel Castro that the entire world stood up and said what? What are we made What are we supposed to make of a prime minister who says Canada is the first post nation state? Doesn't sound to me like he has a lot of emotional investment in Canada. Well, I might make an observation that's politically incorrect. I mean, if he likes communism maybe he should just come right out and say that and that might uh change some people's uh, attitude towards him but there's nothing wrong with having respect for fidel castro and his death and being respectful in that manner as a fellow human being but you know the way he ruled his country and his people and the way that the chinese government currently does that's not canadian one of the problems with politicians is we don't hear the truth from them too frequently, we hear what they we hear what they want. What they, we hear what they think is expedient for them to say, in order for them to get elected or reelected. That's what it's about. Roy, you're absolutely correct, and I'm doing my very best to wake up my fellow Canadians. I engage people every day, everywhere in the supermarket lineup, at the gas station filling up. I think it's important as Canadians that we engage each other to see what's happening around us. My father, is, as mentioned many times, he lived through fascism as a young person in Italy. And he told me as a young boy that we need to pay attention. I'm telling Canadians we need to wake up a little bit. Not alarmist-like, but we need to see what's happening and take decisive action, responsible action, and, and participate. Everyone in this country that enjoys freedom has a debt to pay in some respects as participating at some level to help make this country and maintain the way that it is. It, yeah, it, it, yeah. We, and, we, and you know what, Joey? We all have the time. We all have the opportunity. We all have the responsibility to contribute to the betterment of Canada so we can leave it a better country than it was or at least make our effort hopefully count for something for generations going forward. To just sit on the sidelines and, and, and bray our objections to everything is going to get you nowhere. But we have to open up the arena of discussion and conversation, and we're, 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 we're reluctant to do that because of political correctness. Thank you, Joey. Nice sounding Thanks, truck Roy. you got, buddy. Yep. <laughs> Roy, it's a pleasure. All right, Keep sir. Good work. Thank All you, the best, sir. Joey. Thank you. Hope it's four-wheel drive. It has to be here in Alberta. Tom is back with his former police officer called earlier from Sutton, Ontario. Tom, we have 45 seconds. I'm glad you're back. We lost you earlier. Hey, Roy. How are you doing again? Okay, go ahead, Tom. Yep, just want to make a point. Um, 
I just uh, member of the Conservative Party, and I just filled out my ballot for the upcoming uh, Conservative leadership election, and Kelly Lee chose my vote. Why? Because I like her idea about Canadian values, and that's what has to... Um, that that that's so important to me, and I think she's on the right track. Do you think? Like, do you think like, that Dr. Kelly Leach's interpretation of or use of Canadian values is an, a, a proper interpretation, an honest use of Canadian values, or is she using uh, Canadian values as an opportunity to maybe get elected prime minister? No, not at all, right? She's she's genuine, and I think she believes in Canadian values and. And that's what has to uh, keep our country going, and that's why she's got my vote. All right, Tom, thank you for the call. Glad we got you back. We're back in a minute.